Hi. I originally started this podcast to do about age gap relationships. I was trying to help other couples to uh, who had age gap uh, relationships to cope with society's uh, um, I, you know how society looks down on them and stuff like that. You know, I'm trying to think of intelligent words, but <laughs> it ain't coming right now. Um, and that's what that intended. But really what the thing is this. I did fall in love with a woman who was 25 years old. And I was 47. She was beautiful. She was everything I ever wanted. I, I, I'm an accomplished music, musician and chef. And she played music brilliantly with me. We connected we, she knew at 25 years old she knew about religion politics more than any other person I know we would talk about so many things and the, the religious aspect is pretty important right now and when we talk about religion we talk about all religions she was knowledgeable about all of them she would impress everybody about her knowledge she would just talk about it and, and you know, things were quoted and things like that. Things she read about. The thing is, dude, I never seen her read a book about it. You know? Um, she had a lot of books around. I've never seen him read one of them. She, um, she would tell me in the beginning, I don't know, this is so strange, it's so weird. You have to understand what I've been through, and I'm, I'm going to try to get through it. But let me tell you, at the end of this, there is no end yet. I'm trying to find it. And I don't know what the end is. Because it's not over. But I do know this. I can start from the beginning. And I'm going to try to dialogue this proper. And y'all going to think I'm fucking crazy, man. But I am an award-winning chef and I am an award-winning musician. And people know me. And they know I think outside the box and everything. But never like this. Never. I've been called crazy. I've been called all sorts of things. Announced and everything. And at times I do feel like I am. I do, but I do know right from wrong because of the mistakes I've made in the past. I do know right from wrong, and I know what I see and what I don't see, and I know weird things when I see them, and I know normal shit when I see it. You know. So I will start from the beginning. I met Ariel. She's twenty-five. I was forty-seven. Uh, a friend. Of mine, I was. Uh, I, I am a chef. That's how I pay my bills. But I'm also a musician, and at the time, I was training to learn about sound, uh, sound uh, engineering, live sound engineering. And I was setting up PA at this club, and I was not happy because the person who was supposed to be doing it didn't show up. So the club called me, and I had to do it. And uh, and I knew I wasn't going to get paid for it, and I was just angry about the whole thing. I was supposed to be playing actually. And uh, and everything so much. This dude 
who I really want to do music with, he's pretty talented, comes to me, he sees me, he goes, hey man, he goes, I'm, I, his name was Mike, and uh, my name's Mike as well, so he was like, hey man, you're, hey, and I was like, hey Mike, what's up, glad to see you, and I was, I was glad to see him, I go, hey man, I've been trying to get a hold of you, it's Jam, I, I, I'm working for the studio, I want to get your songs down and everything, and he was like, yeah, but I want you to meet somebody, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 dude, and I, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, whatever, because I hear that all the time, I am a, an award winning guitars and so everybody wants me to play with them you know and i'm like yeah whatever uh, i wanted to write songs with this guy because he was good anyway he was like once this person and i was like yeah yeah whatever you know i'm trying to get him to go to my studio after after i'm done with this and i i'm setting up the the, the stage and everything and he goes you got to meet this person he was adamant about that I go dude i get it man i you know i will but i'm, I'm you know i do this so um Finally, I go, okay, fine. And it went up and it was Ariel. You have to see her. Yes, 25 years old. Now, remember, Ariel is, has a college degree. Her mother is a retired, but still active in the school district, but a retired high school principal with a master's degree in psychology. And her father is a retired Marine, okay? Upsetting citizens were respected. Right, I didn't know that at the time, you know, I learned that later anyway. And but she's beautiful, but I didn't see that that night. All I was like, I did not want to meet. I see beautiful women all the time being a musician and a chef. I was like, Yeah, whatever. He goes, I met her, and she goes, Hi, I go, Hi, and she was like, I- I'm looking for a guitar to play with. And I was like, I was a real dick. I was like, uh, Well, I hope you can pay. She goes, Well, I can't pay anything. I go, Well, then why are you even talking to me? You know, so I'm telling Mike friend I was like hey come to my studio and and I'll show you the studio work for me and um we'll uh well, let's talk about doing some songs together and he goes can ever come yeah yeah she can come all right so we drive there and I'm showing him and she had bruises on her arm and she said she had a child a, a seven-year-old child and I go why are you letting anybody hit you you should be better than that you should respect your child I was really an asshole to her I didn't like her I didn't see her how beautiful she was I didn't see any of that I just saw somebody in my way that didn't matter she got my number because I, I will produce somebody you know I'm trying to get business and then the next day, but okay, on that night, there was, at that studio, there was a friend of mine who came over who was really much older than what I hear. I saw her eyes light up and smile, and she tried, really tried to talk to him. I didn't get it. I didn't care, you know, but I was kind of peeved because that dude was a drug addict, and she didn't, and with a child, did not need to be talking to him. So I said, hi, this is Ariel. This is my future wife. Just to fuck, you know, fuck with him. And... That stuck, and that there's a reason why you, you see later. But really, I, I didn't care. I just didn't want, as a mother of a child, didn't want her to deal with this idiot, you know. Anyway, uh, the next day she texts me, "Hi, do you remember Ariel?" Because when we left, when she left the night before, I go, "I'll be glad to produce your songs." And she goes, "I don't need anybody producing my songs." And I was like, "Okay, well." There's one number anyway, if you change your mind. And she texted me, hi, Ariel. And I was like, hi. And I really didn't remember. I was kind of hungover. Because I was so angry, I just drank, you know. And uh, 
she goes, do you remember me? I go, yeah. And I, 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 I did, you know, but I didn't remember. She, then she sent me a picture of her, and I was like, oh, fuck, she's fucking hot. Wow. Okay. And I responded, well, you have nice hair. And we, you know, years later, she, we discussed it, and she was like, I knew what you meant by that. She knew a lot of things. It was weird. Anyway, um, that's a minor thing, by the way. So she sent me one of her songs that she did on her own, produced on her own. It was ambient acoustic type of music that I absolutely love, and no one did. And I go, man, this chick gets it. <coughs> so originally, I wanted to do music with her. <coughs> I, w- I wanted to produce her. I, I told her, I'll, do, I'll produce you for free. I'll, um, I'll, um, you know, no problem, come to the studio, because, man, I totally get it, and you're really good, and she was, and so she came over, she already had a beer in her hand, so I decided to join her, and then she spills me that, you know, she's tired of going to bars, she's into older guys, she's tired of going to bars, picking up guys, she goes, she wants a real boyfriend, and that she thought I was good looking and that she wants to stay with me. She goes, we won't have sex right away. She goes, but eventually we will. Would you like to come to my apartment? Now, come on, what would you think? A guy, I'm drinking beer with this hot chick, says that type of thing. I'm thinking, I'm getting laid, right? And I said, well, I'll come to your apartment, but I can't guarantee I'll behave. And she goes, that's okay. Went over there, she wanted a back rub, gave her a back rub, tried to, tried to you know, do something with her. She said, no, I respected it, and did not do anything. And we didn't. And we saw each other for the next couple of days, never did anything. And as per her, as what she said, she decided to have sex because we're gonna have sex. And that's exactly what we did. It was amazing. And we started having more sex. And she was fucking good. I'm, I was 47 years old. I'm a chef. I'm a musician, award-winning musician. I've been in bands and everything. I've had my share of women. I know women. I know how to please them. I'm, I love sex. Good at it. I've never... She was 25. She was fucking good. Not just because she was young. She relished it. Any of you guys out there, a woman listening, okay? I'm telling you, when a girl goes down on you and orgasms, like a serious one. I've had girls had a, a slight orgasm when they, when, when they went down and everything, but this girl loved it. And I was like amazed. I just totally amazed. She was into older guys and all this stuff. She loved it. She goes, I love you. I mean, I don't want to go into the sex part, but let me tell you, she just loved it, okay? I don't need to go into that. Then we started talking about religion, politics, we lay in bed, just, just, you know, just talk about shit and everything. And she started telling me, um, I go to, do you go to dating sites? I go, no, I mean, I've never needed a dating site. And all no. And, you know, I've had two long-term relationships, by the way. My first marriage was 14 years. My second marriage was 12 years. Yeah, I just got out of my 12-year marriage. And, um, you know, 
and she told me about the site, and uh, it was secret, uh, secret uh, arrangements, and I didn't know what that was, you know. I could not remember the name of the website, though. Every time she told me, I just couldn't remember it. After, like, two weeks, I, I remembered it, because I had to write it down to remember, because I couldn't. Every time she told me, it just, like, slipped. I don't know why. And I looked up. It was a sugar baby site. She was a sugar baby. So she had sex for money. She said, no, it's a dating site. I date guys. And she goes, I'm not like the other girls. Okay, that's flag number one. And she goes, I spend time with them, talk with them and everything. And uh, I go, yeah, but you, I mean, she had a job as a lab assistant at, at UTSA, University of Texas in San Antonio. And she lost it uh, because of the cuts and everything. And so now she didn't have a job. She has a beautiful apartment. It was expensive. And she had gifts everywhere, coming from guys all over the place, doctors, lawyers, and shit like that. And I started getting a picture. Like, what the hell's going on? So when I went there, the sugar baby was like, no, <laughs> it's not a dating site. She goes, yes, I just date them, they're my friends. I go, no, you fuck them, and they give you money for it. And she goes, they're gifts. I go, and she goes, it's not, I'm not a prostitute. I go, I never said that. She goes, I'm a sugar baby. This is what sugar babies do. I date them. I go, no, if you're paying your bills with the money, then it's, you know, come on now. She goes, I can see where you're coming from. Now, this only happened during, I met her in October. By Christmas, I helped set up her Christmas tree for her daughter, Robin. Oh, by the way, she was married and is still now married, okay? This whole time together, she's still married. She married a 40-year-old man when she was 18, had a daughter. Okay, when I met her, the daughter Robin was 17. I mean, not 17, I mean seven. And um, she left him after a year and a half. Said he was abusive and all this other stuff. And I believed her, okay. But that guy kept coming around, man. But he was a very attentive to his daughter. Oh, by the way, he was an illegal immigrant from Mexico. Okay. So, not that it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it like that. It just amazed me. He was still illegal. He married an American citizen. What's the problem? And he was a good dad to, to his daughter. I've been in both my previous marriages. Those women had children from other men that had nothing to do with their children. I raised them. You know? So, for him to be in his child's life, going to his, her school, taking care of you and all this stuff, I, I commended that. And I told Ariel, I was like, man, if he comes up and says, man, if you ever touch me, I'm gonna kick your ass. I go, I'm gonna take that because you know what, that, that's a man. That's what a man should do. As long as he doesn't put hands on me or anything, I'm cool with that. Because I have a daughter too, and I get it, you know? Uh, he, he told Ariel he'd do it, but he never really did it to me. Maybe because Ariel told him that, you know, that I thought that was solid. And I think it is. As long as you don't want to have somebody, you tell, tell them, hey, don't ever fucking touch my daughter. I'll kill you. Hey, man, I'm cool with that. I get it. I'm, I'm going to treat your daughter just like my own, man. You know? Because I do the same. I respected that dude for that. But he was still a, a, an illegal alien. I was like, what the hell? And anyway, and to this, right now, as I'm speaking, she's still married to him. This, and he hangs around the family all the fucking time. 
I know he wants her to go back because I've seen text messages and all this stuff. And she doesn't want him back at all. But that has nothing to do with here or there. But what's going on here? You know what I mean? So anyway, I'll never forget on Christmas. I set up the, the Christmas tree and everything for Robin. Put the presents around. Did little toys around. Make her happy. I mean, I brought, I brought Ariel her favorite tequila. And I'll never forget, she took a shot. And she set the tequila, the shot down like this. Like, like that. Like boom. And she goes, I can never be yours until I get a real job. And that's when I knew. You know? I knew she loved me. I knew she wanted to be with me. And so, when I confronted her about the, the secret arrangements, arrangements site and everything, she was like, argued. She, she, she said she stopped, you know. But I, she didn't. She found one. I never forget. I, I knew about the 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 the, the sugar bake thing, and she told me about things. She she tell the stories that she went through and everything. Uh, she was part of a singers uh, uh, swingers club, but she wasn't a swinger. She said, but she fucked the guy that owned the whole thing because she has a thing with dudes in power. She really does. And then she told me how she dated Louis Black. If you know who he is, he's a comedian. Look at Google's name and everything. You find how big he is and I met the guy okay and yeah she did for two years she fucked that dude way older she uh, she Lewis in the news the the bass player she slept with him oh uh, uh, the beach boys she slept with one of the beach boys it was it was funny because she said and this is before I met her she did all this she said yeah it was kind of funny she goes when I went to the beach boys concert everybody's so old she goes even these people are so old that I don't know if I can get one I don't even want to be with him that old. But she got with the beach boy and she goes, yeah, he, and he peed all over me, pissed all over me. You know. And uh, it's just, wow. Um, okay, 25 years old. Remember this. When we had sex, she did things that women do not do. And not only did she do those things, she did it with relish. Like pure joy like I, I've never had I mean I've had women that they're totally into you and if anybody knows what I'm talking about you get it man or woman if they're totally into somebody you just into them and you do it this chick was into no matter what it was the only thing she wouldn't do was scat which I'm wouldn't would not do yuck you know but I did things with her I never did with any woman and I've been with some fucking crazy ass fucking women. And I've been with skanks. I've been with, you know, hot women. I've been with decent women. You know what I mean? And all that. But I've never had a woman like that. That was crazy. Oh, God. And it was crazy. I remember two weeks we were doing this. And we're laying in bed. And my arms around around her in bed, and she has her arm on her chest, and she goes, "Hey," and I go, "What?" And I look look at her, and she's right there, her face is right there, and her eyes are right there with mine, and her eyes are wide, like I can't believe I'm saying this. In her head, it just looked like that face was like I can't believe I'm saying this. She goes, "I hate you," and I go, "Why?" And the same look, she goes, "I don't know," and she meant it. 
and I was just like, I blew it off. I'm like, you know, I love you, babe. I mean, just, you know, I don't see any other girls. I mean, you're hot, you're young. I mean, what? And you play guitar beautifully. We play great music together. I mean, we, we melt intellectually and everything. And why, why would I want anybody else, you know? So I just blew it off. One of the things that we both believe in was like some of the aspects were the darker aspects because we knew it existed. I believe in God. And I, as a young child or a teenager, I was, they, the Satanists tried to recruit me. And I, I fell for it because I was rebelling against the church because my family's into the Catholic thing and I was like, y'all are wrong and all that. And I, I did look into it. I, I studied uh, uh, Lester Crowley, read the Satanic Bible, did all that shit, you know. This chick knew all of that. She knew, she knew solstice and everything at 25. So it was interesting because we knew that it was wrong. We both agreed that it was wrong. I got out real quick when I found out it was real because it is real, y'all. And um, I didn't become a Christian until much later, much, much later in life. And she said she was Christian too. So, you know, we talked about the right. So it was like, wow, somebody that young knew as much as I did at my age. We had a lot to talk about, you know? And that was strange too I didn't think it was strange I, th- I thought it was a dream come true I used to tell her God must have sent you down saying you're going to make one old man happy and I'm fortunate enough to be that I used to tell her that and I was fucking wrong about that so I mean I, 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 as things come up I, I'll, I'll try to I mean there's so much that I forget shit and sometimes things pop up but this is going to be a long story y'all you know, so I'm trying to start from the beginning so I can try to patch things together myself. And I know there's somebody out there listening to this that knows what the fuck I'm talking about or is part of it and fuck you straight up. And for y'all that don't know what's going on, as the story unfolds, you'll get it. So, <coughs> I knew she was a sugar babe. And there are guys all around all the time. And sometimes I'd fuck her after she fucked somebody else. And I'd fuck her hard because I was angry that she was doing it. But she found this one dude who's a doctor. And, he go, and I, I came to her apartment. And she was like, he gave me $1,000. They never do that. She wanted to keep him. I found out she did later. Anyway, so I told her, you know, I, I made good money. I was like, look, I don't, I don't want you to do this anymore. I take care of everything, you know. <clears throat> I remember coming to her apartment one time, and uh, she's looking stuff on the internet. I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm looking how to get government assistance for uh, people who are, you know, who have mental illness. Now, I thought she was trying to do that as a scam, you know what I mean? Like, well, you're telling just fine. I mean, you're not, you don't have a mental illness. What the hell? Oh, so you're trying to get some money so you don't have to do that anymore. You know, because she didn't want to work. Like, real work. Like, she was, she wanted to be a scientist. She wanted, you know, do, do all this stuff. But she was not menial labor. Hell no. And so, that's what I thought it was. I didn't know she mean it, meant it. I didn't know that. You know? That there was a history of mental illness. I didn't know that. And so she was trying. I was like, okay, babe, how can I help and everything? 
And that's how it progressed. Then she started saying that she wanted to get pregnant. She wanted to have my baby. She said that from the beginning. She wanted to have my baby. And I was like, no, I have grown kids and I really don't want to have children. But I was in love with her, man. I really was. And I said, you know, if we get married, I will give you a baby. And I meant it. And stupid thing. One time we have sex and she's like, I'm on my cycle. You can come in me. And like an idiot. And I don't want to say idiot because I have a beautiful child now. And she's, I love her. And I took out my condom. I put myself in there and I made it my mission to come inside this woman, little girl. And she's trying, she's only like 5'3", you know, just beautiful. Oh my God, beautiful. And I did. And that's the only time I came in her and boom, she got pregnant. A couple weeks later, I'll never forget, it was four days later and she said it just like this. Oh, I was wrong. I, I am on my cycle. Like, like kind of fake. It kind of tripped me out the way she said it. But she would do things like that to me. We, we believe in a thing called lesser magic. Not practice it. Oh, I think she's practiced, she practices it, but you know, she never said she did. She knew a lot about it, so do I. And lesser magic is telling somebody something they're going to do, but doing it in a way that's hidden. Like she could not say things. She would write them down. Let me give you an example. So, one time, there's a, there's a, a, a show called Robot Chicken, okay? Where you stop motion animation, most of it. And when it was a Barbie, you know, there was going, broke up with Ken, and she's going out with a new guy. And she goes, hey, I want you to watch this. And she had it on the phone. She does everything through her phone. And she, she put the video on her phone, and she's showing it to me. She's pulling up her face and showing it. And she's staring right at my face the whole time. And the brain's telling Barbie this and that, they're arguing back forth. But all I remember is this, the very last thing the brain told Barbie was, like, was this, you gotta keep this one. This one could take a lot of pain. And that, and then the, the video ended. And she's looking straight at me. Not smiling, not frowning, just looking. You gotta understand her eyes. She has brown eyes. Uh, she's Latina, beautiful brown skin, dark hair, dark hair, almost black, I would say black, and very fine, Indian-like, and her eyes can literally look through you, one of the things she used to say, and I agree, it's like, because people say, I, I look through them, I can look into their soul, she tell me that all the time, she, when she looked at me in the beginning, she did, but then it just kind of softened, she didn't do that anymore. The other Ariel inside her did, and I'll explain later. And uh, anyway, she, I heard that the country was like, you, this one, you need to keep this one, this one takes a lot of pain. I didn't think any of it was funny, and I was kind of confused. But she didn't say anything, and I blew it off. I found out later that was literal. She, so she would do stuff like that. Um, like, she would get her into, like, a trance. It was really strange. Anyway, all right. I'm trying to follow the timeline. So, <clears throat> she got pregnant. Um, I, she went through my phone, and I would find her. I'd wake up at 3 in the morning, and she's sitting over me, looking over me with my phone, going, who the fuck is this bitch? I mean, it was a friend, 
I got a new phone. Don't for years. Who's married, by the way, or something, uh, or a cousin, or anything. I wasn't fucking around. Why would I? She, you know, she's banging hot. And what she used to do is go into my phone, and like it was me saying, "You're a fucking bitch. I never want to talk to you again." Or I've got pictures of you with panties, and I got videos of you fucking you, or something like that. Or just really weird shit. And my friends on Facebook were like, "What the fuck, man?" You know, all girls, only girls. She tried to get with some of the guy friends. Yeah, she cheated a lot on me. That goes comes later in the podcast. She enjoyed it. I don't think it was her. It was the other one. And I have to explain why I know this or I believe it. Anyway, so she would do stuff like that. And I was like, what the fuck is her problem? You know, so I started trying to get away from her, but she wouldn't. And I, I was like, this chick is kind of weird. One time my son called me, and my son was, was 23 at the time. And he goes, he, he's, hey, Dad, he had his own apartment. He goes, I have dinner one. Come on, sure. Uh, they brought me a new girlfriend, and uh, Errol, Errol wouldn't come. She was crying. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. This is around 10 o'clock. This is important, what I'm telling you. She, go, she goes, don't leave me. Don't leave me. And I go, come on. We're going to my son's. What's the problem? I mean, you know. And she goes, no, you don't get it. Don't leave me. I go, I'm not leaving you. I'm going to go see my son, okay? He invited me over to his apartment. This really happens because we both work a lot. Come on, just come. No. And she was crying. She was screaming. And she, and then I go, no, I'm going to go see my son. I'll be back, you know? And I'm driving. And she called me, like, over and over. And I wouldn't answer her over and over. And she would not stop. And then when I'd answer, she'd be crying, screaming at me, come back. Come back. I go, no. I'm going to go see my son. Everything's okay. What is your problem? So I went back. And she was asleep. I don't know. That, 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 that configures later is more I tell this. This is gonna take a while, y'all. So then um I'm trying to remember everything, I'm trying to put everything into correlation. I probably will be skipping back and forth. Um, it's all it's just so much. It's hard to keep up. Um, yeah. So then one night she there was I was over there, and a guy came over. He's going to spend the night, and she stood over me. I was on the computer working on music and stuff for her that we were working on together. This guy came over. He's going to spend the night, and she looked stood over me. And she she got, stood over me and said, staring at me, and I got the thing like I'm going to do my thing. You need to go. I go okay. Well, I'll go. So I left. Okay. She didn't call me back or anything. She called me in the morning and said, why did you leave? I don't understand. Yeah, whatever, man. You know? Because let me tell you, if I left any other time... Okay, so to explain. Uh, She goes, I would never sleep with that guy. This and that. Which I don't believe. Now, already, y'all are thinking, why the fuck didn't you leave this bitch? I was in love, dude. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I was under a spell, and I'll explain that later. Anyway, so, then, one night, a bunch of guys come over, and that was it. We bought necklaces for each other and everything, and, and I, I was done. I, was, I walked out. She goes, where are you going? I took the necklace off, and I put it in her hand, and I walked away. 
And I called Uber to come, you know, pick me up and leave. And she's like, she's screaming, are you breaking up with me? Are you breaking up with me? And then I, I, I drove off. Now she's crying, screaming, and calling me all the time. What, so why didn't you do that with the other guy? You know? Now there's three or four guys. And, 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 and yeah, for real. And she kept calling me. And, she got, and I finally answered an Uber. I was in the Uber car. And she goes, please go baby. And I was like, fuck. So the Uber guy turned around and went back. Three of the guys had left. There was one guy left there. And that I know him. And he stayed around for years and everything. And that dude, oh man, there's a story there. And, uh, and she was crying. And, and you can't break up when you can't. God damn it, this seems like such a setup when I think about it. Anyway, so they were talking in a language. They were, they were, like, they were talking to my side and saying things in code, kind of. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I confronted him about it because I, I was like, I'm going to bed. And, and I go, I'm going to go to sleep. And I went to the, 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 her apartment. There's one bedroom. <coughs> They're separate. So I turned off the light, closed the door, you know, almost closed the door. But what I really did was turn off the light and sit down next to the door and just listen. And I, I heard him go, I should just go. And she goes, you're not going anywhere. I'll tell him to leave. He wants to leave. And that's when I... I mean, they were talking this other shit and I heard all the shit. And then that's when I got up and I opened the door and I told her, I'm fucking leaving. Now, you don't have to... You don't have to tell him to leave or anything. Or he doesn't have to leave. I'm fucking leaving like you want. And I was about to walk through And she grabs me and starts crying. Like like serious tears on my chest. I'm 62, by the way. You know? She goes, I love you. I love you. No, I don't know what you mean. I'm looking at that dude like, what the fuck is going on? And that dude had the saddest look on his face. Like, he really felt sorry for me. His name was Mike, too. He's redhead. Tall dude. Taller than me. He's bisexual. I found out later and all that sort of stuff. But he did. And I'm like, wow. And I confronted him. Like, I was looking at him like Matt, he gave him the mad dog look, you know, and everything. Like, what the fuck is going on? What, I mean, it's just crazy. I heard what I heard. I don't know what to think about. I mean, I do know what to think about as time goes on. I guess another reason I'm doing this is because I need to put all this down in perspective and then re-listen to it and revisit and try to tie it all together. There's so much. And it all ties to something. And I'm trying to figure that out. I mean, y'all don't know. You really don't. And as you go on with this, go on with this. I don't want to paint it. I, I, I don't want to paint it like I'm trying to convince you. I want to paint the, what I saw. And you put two plus two together. Because let me tell you, man, there's too many twos together, man. It's just too many. Over the years... Nice. I know she loved me. Anyway, so... Man, um, after... Uh, I'm trying to hit the next one. I knew this bass player 
she liked older guys, but I knew this bass player that I played with, and he was a tall, good-looking man. And she sent text messages, hey, you want to get together? I'll come by, and we can do, we can play music together, or whatever you want. And he was like, I like that. I saw that on text. This is around the time she got pregnant, by the way. All right? I confronted her about that. She also texted Louis Black, the comedian. Let's talk. Uh, I, she would go through my phone. I never did this. I never went through anybody's phone. But she didn't went through mine, so I went through hers, and I found a lot of shit. I, I saw that she was sugary. I saw the office. I saw that she go, okay, I want $350, a blunt, and, and a six-pack of beer. You know? And she, and she would not send out new pics to new ones. To people she knew she did. People she hadn't, she wouldn't. Found that out. She didn't deny it either. And, uh, you know, I, I saw Louis Black's dick. Ugh, that was gross. <laughs> but she told him when she got pregnant, look, I'm going to let him bond with the baby for a year, then I'm going to break up with him. I confronted about that. She goes, no, I never said that. I, I go, I, I screenshot it here. It's there. And she goes, I never said that. So obviously she's a liar. Or the other person in her. Because I convinced she was split. And if you're split, I, you know, I did counseling for the church a little bit. And, and also, I'm not a professional or anything. But here's the thing. I, I never thought I'd encounter anybody split. I've encountered, you know, people a lot, but... I am 100% she is split. After years of being with her, I saw it. I saw three different distinct personalities. Three. And one of them was Ariel that loved me, that wanted me to protect her. She would cry in my arms saying, I don't want to be this way. Please help me. That's why I stayed. I think that's all I can take right now. I'm going to try to keep doing this. I need to do this. I want to speak the truth to the best of my knowledge the best of my ability and not color it with with anger or, or, or revenge or any of that bullshit I don't want that she's just as much a victim as I'm a victim to her I mean how she beat me and everything and just like brutally and just I never met anybody that was cruel I've met people that were mean People like to beat people up for fun, but I never met anybody that enjoyed being cruel. That really just laughed from the bottom of the gut up because they were cruel. I remember one time in the beginning of our relationship, you know, uh, we were sitting out on a porch. And she had, she was two stories up in this, like I said, very beautiful apartment, expensive one. And it's in there. And we're smoking a joint. Pot calmed her down, by the way. And I don't smoke too much. I really don't. Um, I like smoking at night because it puts me to sleep. That's about it. Um, but we're smoking a joint. And uh, in fact, she taught me how to smoke more because I didn't drink alcohol. And alcohol was my thing at the time. is isn't anymore. Nothing is anymore. Uh, that's so, everything so me up. Anyway, um, we're sitting on the porch. And it was like, I don't know, like 8, maybe 7.30 in the morning. You know, something early. We're up, we had sex all night, feeling good, throwing a joint, and, she, and people getting in the cars going to work. She goes, she, she laughed, like, like a laugh, like, ha 
Look at those fools going to work. That was weird. I was like, what the fuck is that all about? I go to work, you know? I don't know. Little things like that would pop out in the beginning. I will, I will end it with this. <coughs> Before she was pregnant, it was the first time she hit me. And I, would, and I had found... She said she'd done porn before. You know? I think in the beginning, she was totally honest about everything. And I'll tell you about all the things she was honest about in the beginning. Because I found out, found out they were true. You know? And I think that'll be on the next one because I, I need to gather my thoughts. But I remember the first time she was on the balcony. It was like late at night. And she was... I caught a video of her doing porn. And I confronted her about it. And... I showed it to her. I go, and it's, it's the guy coming on her face. <laughs> and it's her face right there. It's her. And she goes, oh, Ariel. And the video was from San Antonio. And I'm like, that's you. And she goes, she goes, how can you look at this and not get turned on? And she goes, that does look like me. Uh, hello. And then she goes, not me. That, those videos, I found uh, several others. Those, all those videos disappeared in two days. Okay, from the sites. Now, that, that's another thing about that. They disappeared. But, I could, but the next day, I was, so, I was, I was confronted with sugar babies and that. I mean, you know, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, you, I go, you, I can't. And I was angry. And I said something. I don't remember what I said. I said something pretty like, you know. If you're going to be a whore, be a whore or something like that. You know, something like that. And I walked away and I was about to leave. And I went to go grab my guitar that was in the closet in the kitchen. And I would grab it and I turned around and there she was. I saw her walking toward me. That It wasn't Ariel. That was not Ariel. I mean, it was her, but it wasn't. Her walk was different. Her skin was darker. Her eyes were darker just straight through me. And she came straight up to me, grabbed me on the collar and just started punching me in the face fast. She has a brown belt in Taekwondo or some bullshit, you know? And I was like, whoa. She hit me a couple of times, I was like, whoa, and I pushed her off. And, and then I went to get away, and she came after me and swung at me again, grazed me, and then I, I just, I open-handed her on the back of the head, boom. You know, she's little. I didn't face her at all, and she grabbed me by the hair and tried to drag me out of the apartment. And, and she started punching me and shit in the face, and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, she didn't, I wasn't bleeding. She didn't hit the nose or anything. That came later. She was really good at that. Uh, I, I was able to dodge then. Uh, later, she learned how to sneak up and do it where she could break my nose and make me bleed. She, you know, that, I mean, the abuse was amazing. Anyway, so she threw me out. I called the police. And when she found out called the police, she went straight into her truck and took off. And, and her, her daughter was there. You know, the whole time. She picked up her daughter, went to the car, and took off. She took off to her mom's, right? I didn't know that at the time, but I found out later. Police came. I didn't say the right words. Like, I felt like my life is in You have to say that. All they said to give me a case number, but I put it in a card, and that's it. They put the case number on a card, a police card, and I had it. But she changed. She, that wasn't her. 
So I went home. Later, I saw on that day she took pictures of herself with a bite mark on her hand. And it was, I could tell by the emphasis of teeth. Her teeth are very different. Okay, she's kind of buck tooth, kind of looks like a chipmunk a little bit. And has a certain pattern. I know the pattern. Her smile is very unusual. It's very noticeable. That's how I was able to find out, find her on sites. And she has a tattoo, just one, of cancer because she's a cancer. It's on her thigh. And, or, I mean, right in the pelvis, I mean, near, you know, with panties on or legs spread a certain way, you can't see it. But it's there. But I think she tried to call the police. Or I think, now I think, she didn't call the police. I think she knows somebody in it. And tried to make a report. Which wouldn't fly. I already made one. It's going to get weirder, y'all. But I have to get this out. And I have to say something. Or I'm going to go nuts. I'll tell you this right now. She's already been convicted of continuing family assault. Which is uh, in Texas as a, a first-time felony. Uh, and it, that's straight to jail. In prison type of thing. She didn't get that. It's like I found out all the other shit that she's done. That's been swept under the rug. Uh, deferred adjudication. Every single thing she's done that been caught for, that has been the thing. A huge pattern in that. I'll get to that later. I think that's all I can do right now. I don't know what I'm going to call this because I know somebody's going to listen. Somebody I don't need to. That's how intense this has been. But you know what? If those people are listening, fuck you. And for those who are listening to know, through the, the course of this, you'll understand why I just said that. I've got evidence and everything. I've got a lot of shit. I don't know if I can continue fighting like this. I, I, I'm ready. I'm almost ready to give up. You gotta hear this whole story, and the whole story will be told. Thanks. Talk soon.